You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another edition of Locked On Indians. I'm your host, Jeff Ellis of 24-7 Sports. Over on 24-7 Sports, I am continuing my look ahead to the college baseball season. Uh, Issa Lacey is the fourth player I chose to profile ahead of the draft. I'm looking at a few guys um, for the fifth spot. Uh, Alejandro Toriel is interesting, but I'm not... Uh, just for his power, but uh, the other six there are, are a little bit scary. Uh, Arkansas has a pair of bats. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who goes higher. The Arkansas hitters, Casey Martin and um, Kyrgyzstand, or the Georgia pitchers in Wilcox and Hancock. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the the SEC is certainly, as always, the place to look for college baseball. Um, of the players I have profiled so far, three out of four are SEC players. And, you know, I just mentioned another three who I've kind of looked at who are in the SEC. Um, Toriel is in the ACC, along with Reed Demeters, who could end up being the next guy up on the list. Um, right now, he kind of reminds me about uh, Brandon McKay, pitcher-wise. Uh, really dominant left-hander who doesn't have flashy stuff, but really effective and is probably going to just see himself climb very heavily as the season progresses. Because if you go back to that draft season, Brendan McKay was not viewed as one of the top three or four arms in a lot of places um, before the season began, even though he had been uh, dominant since his freshman year. So it's it's going to be fun. It's a deep class, so that's the upside for the Indians. Um they're going to have the highest pick they've had since they drafted Will Benson. I mean, no matter what happens, that's what's going to go. Even if they make the playoffs, they're going to be in the lower 20s, and they've typically been more closer to the you know the, the late 20s. So it's going to be an opportunity for them with a what's looking like a deep draft to um, add some interesting talent to their system. The Indians are currently playing as I broadcast today. Again, I have to work in the morning, and it's a West Coast game, so... Uh, those two do not work well together. The Indians are leading 6 nothing in the fifth as I start my recording. Interesting game from the perspective of the fact that uh, the Indians have six runs and only two players have RBIs. Uh, RBI is kind of a junk stat, but this is more just for the that's odd uh, factor with Luplo and Reyes each having three. Luplo hitting that home run is nice to see. If he doesn't get hurt, I really think he gets close to and maybe gets to 20 home runs. Uh same deal with Kipnis, which would have been uh, great because the Indians already have a 20-home run guy at third base, shortstop, first base, catcher, DH, and I think that's it. You know, Salupolo would have given him one outfielder, and Kipnis would have given him second base. Uh, it, it's just an interesting. Oh, well, they trade for Puig, so there you go. There's another outfielder. So they were very close to having all but one outfield position basically be a, a 30 home run guy if everyone could have stayed healthy throughout the season. Uh, the Angels, uh, it's it's a rough time for them. Uh, they're an interesting team. Like As I go through this lineup, Brian Goodwin, he's not playing real well in center, if we are being honest. Uh, you probably want to maybe have him in left field, but it's a former top prospect who is finally looking like the guy that he uh, was judged to be when he was coming up to that national system. 
Uh, Darren Fletcher has really, in many respects, overperformed the past two years. Um, I didn't expect him to be more than a utility guy, and he's turned into a solid regular. Um, Atani, he's hit really well this year. You know, the, the injuries and some of the other stuff, and he's strictly DH, but the guy can hit. Justin Upton is owed a lot of money and has not been effective. Cole Calhoun has been a, you know, I talked about him last night. He has been a above league average bat. Andrelton Simmons, uh, you know, anything you get with the bat is a bonus. And you get to the, the later parts of the lineup. Uh, Louis Rengifo, I, Tommy Lestella was looking so good at second base before he got hurt. This team, uh, you know, Albert Pujols has been the first baseman most nights. And he's been about league average, which isn't bad, but is bad when you consider how much money he makes in the catcher positions. Just been a disaster. They need to find a catcher who can at least be close to that league average mark. There aren't a ton of those guys, but uh, they are out there. Um, even if they're a one you know, deviation below average, that's still a huge improvement. Uh, we didn't even talk about Mike Trout, uh, continually the best player in baseball. So they have all those pieces, and Joe Adele is sitting there, I think, in AAA. He's been pushed up one of the top five prospects in baseball. So they're going to be a fun, interesting team to watch, especially if you believe that they're going to go out and spend, which um, they used to be known for, and it's kind of what part of the reason their minor league system collapsed was overspending. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what they do. But unfortunately for the Indians, um, the Twins won tonight. Uh, Oakland, their game is not over, but oh no, now it is twenty-one to seven. In case you missed it, a heck of a game. Martin Maldonado of all people with two home runs, George Springer with two home runs uh, for both those for the Astros. On the uh, Oakland side of things, Chris Davis it is twentieth. Marcus Simeon is twenty-seventh. Maybe the most uh, underrated middle infielder right now in baseball. Really, not a lot of people talking about him. Uh, Matt Olson, two home runs. My boy Sean Murphy, two home runs. It's just that's gonna hurt for a long time. We're so high on him, um, and you know, <laughs> I've been getting a lot of props, and it's nice. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, oh, it was there? It was very easy to watch him, to scout him in person, and be like, okay, a his catching tools have the potential to be elite, like. It's 70, 75 grade arm behind the plate, along with, uh, you could see the beginning of framing skills, intelligent guy, natural power potential, really good athlete for catcher. Uh, he just hit the ball so dang hard, even though he had a handmade injury at the time. Uh, yeah, and he slid to the third round, and the Oakland A's got one of the top 30 prospects in all of baseball, one of the best catching prospects in all of baseball, and the Indians took Logan Ice, uh, before Murphy came off the board. So they went with a college catcher and they went with the switch hitter. And I just, uh, to this day, I'm like, did they not? Uh, Murphy missed time that year because of that handmade injury. Did they just not get a chance to see him? The game I saw him uh, was against Youngstown State, who play in the Mahoning Valley, uh, the Scrappers Stadium. Like they use that stadium for their games at Youngstown State. So he was playing in the Indians minor league stadium. Uh, putting on a display in the rain that is still one of the best offensive performances I have ever seen. And uh, the Indians took Logan Ice instead. But right now, 
getting back into things, I have not even talked about Tampa and Texas, which is currently an extra inning game. It's into the 11th inning. Uh, two outs, men on first and second for Tampa. And Tampa just took the lead. So, yeah, looking like Tampa's going to win that one. As uh, K Wong, who I believe is Colton Wong's brother, Kian Wong. So, just got the hit. So, the Indians gain no ground tonight, as long as we assume that their score will stand, which is not always an assumption you want to make with the way the Indians have played this year. But um, with the way things are shaping up, that means Cleveland will still be half a game back uh, in the uh, for the final wild card, game and a half behind Tampa. It's yeah, you know Boston is just completely imploding, uh, firing uh, Dave Dombrowski, who I got to be honest, I've never been a fan of. my cat uh, disagrees with me. I understand he wins, but he's always one with money. Like, it's just, he throws prospects and money at situations, and um, there's not a lot of draft and development. There's not a lot of um, internal growth. He can only win when he's got someone who's like, yeah, we can spend. Like, that, that's been his MO. You go and you look at the Marlins years, look at the Tigers years, you look at Boston. Uh, it's It's more about the budget than the... Uh, seeing him, I mean, that Boston system might have been the best in baseball when he took over. It was definitely top five, and watching him just slowly dismantle it, um, often for questionable overpays, was uh, mind-boggling to me at the time. But, yeah, Boston's currently that uh, fourth team, so there isn't much to to talk about in terms of... I mean, uh, one last thing about the game today before I, I jump into talking about the National League. Uh, you know, I was kind of talking about my concerns with Zach Plesak, so I'd like to point out that, you know, uh, the reverse uh, jinx was maybe strong in this one. Uh, I talked about how he's been kind of running into a bit of a wall. Guys are figuring him out, starting to hit him more. He's got one hit through four and two-thirds innings and two walks. Three strikeouts. I'd still like to see him miss a few more bats, but uh, he's been phenomenal. It's one of his best starts of the year tonight. Okay, Postmates, one of our best sponsors. They are back again. You download that Postmates app. You're going to enter the promo code Locked On, and you get yourself $100 of free shipping to use in the first seven days. Postmates gets you what you want when you want it. Remember, download the app. Use that promo code Locked On. Our longest-running sponsor is BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the same active ingredients as all the big names out there in the male enhancement field, um, except for it's the only one that's chewable, so it hits your bloodstream quicker, allows you to do what you want to do quicker. You don't want to be like these Major League Baseball players who are getting male enhancement at a gas station. (laughs) It's leading to player suspensions. Don't do that. Go to BlueChew.com. If you've ever been curious, you want to try we have the deal. It's going to cost you five bucks. That's just the cost of shipping. You go, you go bluechew.com, you enter that promo code MLB, and you get a $5 trial. Easy as that. For the second half of the show, we're going to talk about the Buffalo Bisons game tonight and talk about the National League wild card, as I had mentioned in the first half of the show. Now, I've pointed out this is an important um, race to follow because the Indians are facing two of the top five teams in the wildcard race. And it'd be nice if 
one of the teams pulled away and one of the teams fell apart. Unfortunately, neither is happening. Um, Philly isn't great. They're not awful. They're not really taking advantage of the situation. They're two and a half back. Milwaukee has passed them. But Milwaukee just got the uh, the heart-shattering news that Christian Yelich is done for the year with a broken kneecap. Uh, and that's just that is a huge loss for them to try to overcome. Though they are 8-2 and two in their last 10, 5 in a row, one of the hottest teams in the National League. The Nationals are 4-6 and six at the same time, so I was really hoping. I mean, that was kind of our best bet. The Washington Nationals are who the Indians face at Washington last three games of the year. And with the Nationals, um, if they could lock up that wild card spot, they'd be trying to rest their pitchers and set things up for that wild card game, which means in the Indians race, which is extremely tight, if the Nationals pulled away, the Indians would be facing a lesser team. Um, and people might be saying, no, let's we got to beat the best to, to be the best. And baseball is shown time and time again. There's a high degree of kind of luck when it comes to the postseason. And uh, you just want every advantage you can get. So that's why, you know, every day I'm not even necessarily looking at the Twins. Um, but I am looking at the National League because it's important to see what the Phillies and the Nationals are doing. Um, Phillies won, Nationals lost. I would have liked to have seen the reverse. So the Buffalo Bison, Buffalo Bison, wow. That was actually a long time ago they were the Buffalo Bison. They are the Buffalo Buffalo. They aren't in Buffalo. They're in Columbus. They're the Columbus Clippers. Uh, game one of the Governor's Cup tonight against the Durham Bulls, who are the Rays uh, affiliate. Interesting matchup. Interesting for, you know, it's a championship game. The Rays have some uh, some old friends on their roster. Um, a lot of players that kind of stand out in terms of names and performance and guys who had come through the Indian system. Like, for instance, um, Nathan Lukes was the starting center fielder. Uh, he's drafted that same year as Connor Maribel, kind of same. They were struck me as very similar players, though Lukes was much higher than Maribel. Maribel day three, Lukes day two. He was who the Indians gave up to get Brandon Geyer. Um, looks like a net win as I don't see much of a major league future for Luke's at this point. Uh, pitching wise, uh, Ryan Merritt, two and a third inning, still has not made it back to the big leagues, which especially when you are in Tampa system where they just have this up and down, uh, I mean, they are constantly moving arms up and down, just constantly doing that. The fact that he has not got been one of the guys who got the call up is kind of surprising to me. Um, we'll see if that changes at any point. But, yeah, he still has not pitched in the majors since 2017 with the Indians. Uh, the other pitcher is kind of one of my favorite random trivia pitchers when it comes to the Cleveland Indians. And that is Vidal Nuno. If you're like, Vidal Nuno, he pitched in the Indians minor leagues for two years. He was a 48th round draft pick, a round that doesn't even exist anymore. The Indians released him, and very quickly for them. But he, he was an undersized lefty, and he's the type of guy they would love nowadays. Uh, was able to miss some bats, very good control, but also home run prone, which is we've seen them be totally... I mean, that's, that's Shane Bieber's profile. He's not Shane Bieber or... Nuno would be in the majors, but uh, 
he has over 100 games in the majors at this point in time. He's almost a four-win player for his career. Uh, he's been fantastic in his 17 appearances, over 33 innings. He's been one of those guys who gets called up and down um, for Tampa. He will be up probably once this series is done for them. 33 innings, 164 ERA, 253 ERA+. plus. Eight strikeouts per nine, walk rate of 2.7, home run rate of 1.4, hit rate of 6.5. Again, it, it strikes me a lot of what the Indians do now. And it, it's, like I said, it's just very interesting because he was cut so quickly and he was in the majors not long after that with the Yankees. Uh, drafted in, what year was he drafted? He was drafted in 2009, cut in 2011, and by 2013, he made his Major League debut. And again, 155 games in the majors. He might, I'd have to dig through my old data, he might be the greatest 48th round pick the Indians made. He might be the most successful player they made, and he was also one of the quickest cuts they have uh, made as well. And, you know, here he is at the age of uh, 30, still collecting a Major League Paycheck still effective. Lefties can last forever. So I'm always amused by Nuno. It's just it's an interesting story. It stands out as so different from uh, what we typically see with the Indians in their development. And he's the you know I don't know if you call him someone who got away um, because it's not like he's been spectacular, but he has been a steady performer. An ERA plus for his career of 97. You know a useful lefty. Uh, every team could use someone like him in AAA. I mean, that's uh, is kind of a, a depth or, uh, you know, uh, an, a, an arm you can go to when you need it. So it, that is interesting. Now, stating that, Nuno gave up a run in this one. Uh, pitcher uh, Jose DeLone, you might remember when he was a top prospect with the Dodgers, he, he struggled. Uh, Michael Peoples went six innings. Uh, Josh Smith came out and was good. And then uh, John Edwards, the Indians recently designated for assignment, got the save in terms of performance. Bobby Bradley went deep. Kaye Tom went deep. Andrew Velasquez, who was playing for Durham earlier this year, also went deep in this one. Bradley Zimmer's down there playing a lot. I assume he will get the call once rosters expand. Uh, Velasquez as well. Likely Bradley. Um, Dan Johnson, not his best game, but I think he is also a call-up candidate. I don't think Kai Tom gets called up, but what a year the guy is having. Um, you know, a few years ago before his knee injury, is a top prospect, and he's not the biggest guy. He's not the fastest guy. He's just strong, and he is fully back, and he's playing really well. And I think at the end of this year, he's a minor league free agent. So I'll be curious to see if he ends up going somewhere else and getting a shot. Like, the the numbers back up that he should probably um, get a shot. The Indians are just under such a crudge, crunch. They're in a major 40-man crunch, so it's going to be hard to find a spot for him. And here's a guy, you go back to college. Again, all the reasons, you know, not super athletic, undersized. But at the end of the day, he was really effective in the SEC, which says a lot. Uh, let's see, drafted in 2015, so he, he's Rule 5 eligible. He's not free agent eligible. I don't know if he'd get picked or not. There's always the chance because he has played all three outfield spots this year, 
And when you look at the combined numbers this year, 23 home runs, 27 doubles, 290 average, 380 on base, uh, 532 slugging, OPS of 912, walked uh, 64 times, so a high walk rate to go with that average. So showing some pop, doing 10 triples even. Like he's doing a little bit of everything. Um Interesting guy. I always root for production players like him. I hope he gets a shot somewhere. The tomorrow will be game two of the five game series. We will continue to look into and seeing how Columbus is doing because once that series is done, the Indians are going to get an influx of players. So it's important to follow and uh, see what's happening down there. I want to thank everyone for listening, rating, and reviewing. That is such a big thing for us. It's massively important. The first time our numbers are starting to to slip a bit, so tell a friend. Uh, you know, if you know someone else who likes the Indians, um, help me out. Try to see if uh, if this is for them. Uh, rating, reviewing, all of that stuff is great. You know, it's it's podcasts are free. You do have to deal with the advertisements, but uh, I mean, I'll be really honest with you guys. I make uh, about a buck twenty an episode, so it's it's not about the money or anything else, but. Uh, if you could just help me out by writing those reviews, telling a friend, uh, that would be fantastic. I do want to thank everyone who's left a review on iTunes. Uh, I was reading the comments. I'll work on the breathing on the mic thing. Um, new to editing and all of this, so I will apologize now. I see that as an issue. I see that as the number one issue, and I will try to work on it. Thank you again for listening, and as always, go Tribe.